Hello there. My name is Stuart Fernie, and I want to welcome you to my series of reflections on characters and themes in some of my favourite films. I will also present thoughts on a handful of literary works, and there may be the odd vaguely philosophical piece as well. On this occasion, I will be discussing characters and themes in Clouseau's famous thriller Le Salaire de la Peur or The Wages of Fear, starring Yves Montand and Charles Vanel. Le Salaire de la Peur, or The Wages of Fear, is very much a film of two halves, with the first half seeing the establishment of the characters and the situation, along with observations on society and human nature, followed by the suspenseful second half, which develops the characters and the testing situations in which they find themselves and which will keep you on the edge of your seat. In the little South American town of Las Piedras, several losers, desperate for work and a way out of the nowhere in which they find themselves, take on a suicide mission for an oil company less interested in men's safety than in maximising profit, or in this case, minimising loss. Desperation forces them to accept conditions considered by most as unacceptable, but circumstances are such that they willingly submit to the dangers involved in the mission, all in the name of money, which will give them their freedom. Although apparently very specific, the situation these losers face rather sums up life for many who have lost control of their lives and have ended up in dead-end jobs and situations. As with most Clouseau films, the amount of detail provided is phenomenal, and each piece adds to our understanding of the characters, their situation and the kind of society we have built for ourselves. The first hour or so is largely about their relationships. There is much macho posturing, and a total lack of appreciation of tenderness, love and devotion all prefer to test or prove themselves heroic or worthy in some way, at least in the eyes of the others. The opening shots of the film actually sum up beautifully what Clouseau goes on to say in the course of the film. Cockroaches are linked or tied together by some kind of cord, and are the playthings of a little boy who is then distracted by his desire for some ice cream. When he returns to the cockroaches, he finds a vulture watching over them. Are we to impute that we humans are like the cockroaches? linked inescapably to one another by action and influence, manipulated by those who are easily distracted and who hold us in little regard, and threatened by others who hold us in even lower regard. Within seconds, Clouseau goes on to make a point about human nature when one of the desperados throws stones at a dog, causing it distress and pain, presumably in an attempt to make him feel better about his own life by making another being feel worse about its life. The losers, or tramps as they become known, are all quite unpleasant to one another, suffering one another's presence, but fundamentally uninterested in one another except as a means of advancing their own cause. Women are treated no better. Indeed, Linda, General Skivvy in a local hotel and lover of Mario, one of the losers, but also expected to satisfy her boss, is maltreated even by Mario, who pets her like a dog as she kisses his hand. Curiously, Mario seems willing to protect her from a beating, but not to save her from her life of sexual drudgery perhaps because to do so might imply some form of commitment to her. It is interesting to note the use of a variety of languages, used by each character, to emphasise the unbiased nature of these problems. They apply to everyone, wherever modern commercial society exists. We see various other examples of corruption and unpleasantness, building a picture of an uncaring and unsympathetic society in which men will do what they must to survive, and others will not interfere provided they are not directly involved. At the heart of this uncaring and unpleasant society in microcosm is the oil company willing to risk the lives of so-called tramps who will not be missed for its own ends, and which is happy to avoid responsibility only to shift it onto its victims. Clearly, profit and money are everything. Much was made at the time of release of the fact that this is an American company, 
Indeed, 21 minutes of anti-American footage were removed from the American version of the film. But history has shown that it is not the nationality of the company, but the very nature of commerce itself that may be viewed as at fault. In the second half, we witness testing times for our heroes. Luigi and Bimba shine, sharing problems and working as a team. Well, the same cannot be said for Mario and Joe. Mario is quickly disillusioned by Joe, who displays a distinct lack of courage and determination in the face of real danger, while Mario grows and rises to the challenges before him, only to mock Joe. Curiously, they appear to swap roles as Joe is reduced to a nervous wreck and Mario loses the little humanity and compassion he had as he shows himself willing to sacrifice Joe in his attempt to fulfil his mission, and then goes on to hold Joe responsible for the wounds he has inflicted. Mario has certainly developed into the character he attributed to Joe and which he admired so much before setting out, though we may detect the remains of some humanity and regret, and therefore some hope for Mario's future. Life remains fundamentally inexplicable, however, as Luigi and Bimba's lorry is completely destroyed in an explosion, the cause of which is never clarified. Despite all their best efforts to take care and succeed, Luigi and Bimba's lives are snuffed out in a second, suggesting that life cannot truly be controlled. We may take precautions and exercise great care and thought in all we do, but we will never master life and its vicissitudes. Mario's success and the life-changing sum of money go somewhat to his head, however, on his return journey as he drives wildly and dangerously on the very road for which he had so much respect and fear. He appears to have lost respect not only for the dangers on the road, but for life itself, and he will pay the ultimate price for his overconfidence. At the end of this gripping film, we have lost our four heroes, who have sacrificed their lives to the only element to come out of the venture in profit, the oil company. Perhaps Clouseau is inviting us all to consider not just the value of our own contributions to society, but also, and perhaps more importantly, the general direction we are allowing society to take. My thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you find it of some value. Please join me again soon for a discussion of more films and books.